So I have a question. How are small business owners like us, who are spending 60 plus hours a week working in our businesses and are still struggling to make ends meet, who have no time to spend with family, friends, or the things we value most in life, who feel trapped inside of our businesses and it is consuming our lives? How do we get the freedom to be able to work on our businesses and not in them? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. I got a wonderful guest with me today. His name is John Mendez. He's got my same first name, so that there's always awesome. John, welcome to the show today. Hey, John, or, you know, as I said in the pre-show call before we hit record, right, uh, a lot of great people attached to this name, right? So I'm just glad we are, we're both able to share it and we're also yeah. just so happy to be some pretty good people. That's right. That's it. I don't know about you, but I was named after my great-grandfather, which was another John Nichols. So uh, anyhow, uh, but <clears throat> excuse me. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Let my audience get to know who you are a little bit. Um You've got a pretty good little background on you and uh, just kind of share that with my audience. Yeah, I'll give like the, the 10,000 foot view. So pretty much uh, for me, I'm relatively young. If you're, you know, if you can't tell by my voice and you're listening, um, my story essentially is, you know, so I was in college and I went to college for academics. I got into about 13 schools or so. I played high school football, but got a couple of D2, D3 offers and decided not to play football um, and pursue the education route. But I knew I always wanted to go to school only to network and learn how to live my own. And I was never a, a born entrepreneur, right? I, it's something that I, I kind of got into a little while later. But uh, once the pandemic hit, um, the, my two main reasons for going to college instantly flew out the window. And then from there, uh, I forget w- what led me to doing so. But uh, around November of 2020, I went into Barnes & Noble. I never went in there before, but I went to Barnes & Noble, picked up three books. It was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, I will teach you to be rich and index funds for dummies and rich dad, poor dad just so happened to be the first book that I read. And it didn't, it's not the world's greatest book. It is a pretty good book, but it, it planted a seed in me to realize that there's another way of viewing the world that's not being taught in school. And my two reasons for staying in school were already wiped out for the pandemic. So during that spring, that fall to spring winter intermission, uh, I was watching YouTube videos on double speed. We already were staying home. So I had nothing better to do, right? And so I was watching these videos, reading these books, listening to this podcast, and come back spring semester, I was still home. Uh, midway through, I got into real estate. I signed up for my real estate class and stopped showing up to all my college classes and essentially never looked back. Uh, I also, along the way, ended up getting licensed uh, two weeks after I turned 20. Uh, and then I was able to, you know, along the way, teach some realtors. By some, I mean uh, several hundreds of realtors um, about social media which led to me starting my social media marketing agency. But now, um, after decluttering all the fog, um, my main thing that I'm focusing on is starting my podcast. And the idea to start it I, uh, came around when I got licensed to get my real estate license. But I didn't start it until December because I was procrastinating because I couldn't think of a name. And so, <laughs> long story short, uh, I, I wore a, a several different hats, but uh, there's, I got one on that I'm focusing on and I'm going all in on now. That is fantastic. I love that. So for me, my podcast is just that I'm giving back to people. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's one of my give backs. Um, and the thing is, is that 
you know, we, we were talking earlier, you know, I've been doing this for 19 plus years in uh, March of next year, it will be 20 years for me. And so <clears throat> it's just kind of really interesting how the past that we go down and the forks we take, it's, it, it's very interesting the way our lives is because um, <clears throat> I look at it like a tree, you know, and as you're growing up, at some point you get to the branches, right? And those mm-hmm. are your, those are our forks in the road moments. And then we make a choice and we go down that. And then there's another choice that takes us on a different path. And there's another choice and you pick and choose. <clears throat> and sometimes there's multiple choices in our paths. And so um, I like to look at it as a tree. I also like to look at, at, at least my life as a book too. There's different yeah. uh, chapters within our book, you know, um, and uh, and also there, there, there's a thing, there's a little saying about friends, about friendship and about friends, and that there is there is people in your life forever. There's people in your life for a season, and then there's people mm-hmm. in, your, in your life for a reason. <clears throat> and a reason can be what you know, different, different, different things, different lengths of time. But, uh, but we always run into certain people for what I call a season. And a season can be one day or a couple hours, <clears throat> but you get information from people like that. And then you can store that and use it and move on. <coughs> yeah. Or that could also be a reason too. you know, like what we're talking about today our friendship could end up being we 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 become friends because of a reason, things that we think about, things that we do, and so yeah. I think it's pretty interesting that um, that once you're able to view certain things and being able to um, really take hold of your life and really put it into perspective, and you understand you understand that people come in and out of your lives. <clears throat> And you can categorize them now and say, oh, this person came in my life for a reason. It may only be in what I call a moment in time, um, but they were very crucial for whatever the next season is. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. It reminds me of a quote right, uh, that I heard from a rapper one time. He said, uh, where we are today is an, uh, an accumulation of our past thoughts. And in order to get to where we want to in the future, we have to change our thoughts now. Right? And a lot of the times, you know, these people that have, you know, come into our life, whether it's for a reason, for a season or for, you know, forever, but uh, they help us come when we are. You can't see now, but uh, to my right, I have a photo wall, right? With all my photos and memories from college and all my photos and stuff from high school and the photos that I'm, you know, that I'm, memories that I'm making now, uh, because I, I like to see all the different people that I've been able to, you know, connect with. And a lot of these people I lost touch with, but it's like at some point in time in my life, you know, I had a good experience or a good memory with these people. And every not, once in a while, you know, I just look at my wall and just reflect on it. It's like, oh, shit, that was that was high school prom, you know, uh, junior year. Oh, or, oh, that was my last football game. Or, oh, um, and I was at that one party one time. And it's like, uh, or, oh, it's at that one conference. It's like, I look at this wall sometime. And it's like a lot of these people, as I said, you know, I don't talk to anymore. Sometimes I, I rarely talk to them. But it's like for whatever, you know, the reason, season or, you know, purpose that they were put into my life at that given point in time 
there's 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 something that was for him, whether it's just for a, a memory, uh, you know, a good time, mm-hmm. or whether it's for yep. something deeper that, than that, and something that's you know actually like meaningful, impactful to your overall course and trajectory. Um, it's up for you kind of to figure that out um, from reflecting. Yeah, it is, and 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 I'm glad you used the word reflecting because the thing is, is that there's a there's a difference between reflecting and remembering. <clears throat> so when you remember, you want to refill those emotions you did. So that touchdown you got in in the last game you played in high school and you got a touchdown or whatever that mm-hmm. moment is, the, that that feeling you had whenever you graduated high school. You know, whatever these things are, um you want to relive those 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 happy moments in your life, right? That's that's remembering. <clears throat> when it comes to negative stuff in our life, we only want to do reflection. Reflection is it's as though you pull yourself out of that emotional piece you were in, mm-hmm. and you analyze what happened. You reflect on that and what did I learn and stuff. It's really interesting that um, I talk to my kids about. Um, about mistakes and failures and things of this nature. And um, so I've got 14 year old boy, girl twins. And um, I tell them, I say, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to have failures. I said, um, they hurt and they can be very emotional. I said, but after you get through those initial emotions of what's happening here, those negative emotions, step back and ask yourself one question. What did I learn from this situation? What did I learn from this? And if Mm -hmm. you look at um, things like that in your life as learning opportunities, it's it's pretty interesting. So, um, excuse me. So, yeah. um, So, the interesting thing about this is that. and I just lost my train. Oh my gosh, John, I lost my train of no thought. Worries. I had it. I was going to say I had it. I was going to say in that same thought, right? Um, you mentioned that there, there's a lesson, right? And, and a, a loss, right, isn't an actual loss if you l- were able to take away something for, from it, right? When, you, when we experience those losses, it's, um, it, it means we have room for growth, right? No one wants to get to in a place in life where you know there's no more growth, right? Because if it's all about the journey, as you you know probably already know, right? And if we're not constantly moving and constantly in pursuit of something, whatever it may be, and it doesn't have to be money or success, mm-hmm. right? Um, if we're not constantly moving towards something, uh, we, we become very dull. We become very empty, right? We feel as if something's missing. And when you take a loss, it's you know, it's something in there that you could take away so that you can continue to grow. And the people who are the most successful. Um, you know, they just lost a lot more, um, whether it's a lot bigger or a lot more in terms of the amount of times they lost. They just lost on a bigger scale than majority of people ever will, because most people aren't willing to roll the, roll the dice or and aren't willing to play at those stakes. That's that. That's so true. I don't know if you know who Tom Bayou is, but um, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So uh, Tom, Tom Bayou has this really interesting thing to where. Um, you know, people view, view we we view ourselves as certain things in life, 
right now you're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster, but I'm also a father. I, we take on all these different identities. And if you get a chance, mm-hmm. try to find um, – He, I think they think he did a podcast on my own identity. <clears throat> and it, yeah. it's really interesting is that, is that with all these different identities, you're – you're going to have failures and those failures can hurt. But he said that if you take on this identity of continual learner, that you're always trying to improve yourself, that your failures or your mistakes or whatever you want to call them, your, your losses doesn't stink anymore because it's like, well, I've learned something from this, you know, growth. I mean, think about this when you was playing football, when you were in the weight room, lifting weights and stuff, right? Your muscles didn't get big for you just saying, Hey, get big. You actually had to do the work. And what happened is when you, when your muscles started growing, it was painful. Right. And so the thing is, is that anytime we grow, there's normally some sort of pain involved. And if you look at that pain as this is growth and what's my next stage, what am I learning? It takes the sting out of it. Son. And yeah, I'm not it, saying it reminds me. No, go on. I was going to say that too. Um, there's someone that once said like uh, pain is just, or it was either pain or tears are just weakness leaving the body. Right. So uh, I say yep. it jokingly, but it has, it has some merit to it because as you said, you know, a lot of times to get to where we want to get, there's some type of, you know, uh, discomfort that you're going to have to go through weightlifting or playing football. Like there's a lot of times where, you know, it was 90, 95 degrees and we're doing bear crawls and full pads on hot turf. So it's like, it wasn't pleasant, but all that stuff was for a reason. It was to help us become more conditioned, to help us become mentally yeah. tougher. And, you know, it, it's kind of interesting. If you talk about football, <clears throat> lots of coaches spend lots of time on doing certain things. Um, but I don't know if you know this, but the most successful football coaches, um, they have their trainers spend an immense amount of time on stretching and being flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why is because, and when you both play football, you get twisted up in some weird positions sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that the, the, the most flexible people um, bend and bend like reeds instead of breaking like twigs. And uh, it, I don't know. I just find it pretty, pretty interesting. So yeah, definitely. Um, not only that, it's also good. It's, it's good for us as well. The people, if you want to activate your muscles, your hip flexors, uh, optimally, right? And you're not someone who is flexible. Uh, good luck, you know, trying to run through, you know, or just run in general midway through the game. You're definitely gonna gonna catch a cramp. Oh yeah, definitely. So you know, and and I think life is very similar to that kind of stuff. Um, you you can always prepare for the worst, but the worst is still gonna happen, and there's still mm-hmm. gonna be some discomfort. There's still gonna be some pain with it. But it's but it's how you rise above it. It's it's how you bring it's how you pull yourself up into these things. So I it, it's just kind of interesting. So I I do got a pretty interesting question for you, okay? So you've said now I'm a podcaster, I wanna be I wanna do podcasting. What is uh, what is your what is your drive behind that? So for me, I'll take you back to 
a little bit. So I knew before I got into the public speak, you know, not public speaking, but the real estate side of things that I wanted to eventually like become a public speaker. I always had a feeling uh, I got the gift of gab. Um, I could talk your head off about almost anything, no, no matter the topic. And so, uh, but I always felt like real estate was too limiting, but I felt, I, I felt that I needed some form of credibility first. So uh, the reason why I got into real estate is because I wanted to become an investor. I wanted to do wholesaling. Um, and I spoke to an attorney and for whatever reason, that attorney, you know, I, in my eyes, they were the professionals. So when they told me I couldn't wholesale, although it is definitely legal in Connecticut, make sure to check with your state uh, and your area, but it's legal in Connecticut. The attorney told me I couldn't do it. And I was like, okay. So then I ended up getting my license because that's what I thought I needed. And then during that time, I was working at K Jewelers. And at K Jewelers, I was helping people get engagement rings for like two, $3,000. And these people were like the happiest people ever. I was like, I'm already trying to get into real estate. Imagine I help someone buy a house. And so my thing was, if I could become a successful agent and someone that's credible in this field, well, then I can get into public speaking. And so that's what I was you know, aiming towards. It just so happened that I could get into public speaking with my podcast. And so I got to the point where I started being interviewed on a couple other shows. And I was like, at a point where my real estate stuff wasn't you know, taken off at all. I wasn't, I haven't really made any traction in real estate, but because I was always so distracted, my attention was so scattered. And then once I realized like, Hey, I can get into public speaking without having to become a successful agent. I was like, you know, let me reconsider this real estate thing and do I really actually want to do it? Or was that just, uh, my idea of like a means to an end. And so I now have realized that I don't need real estate to get me to where I want to get to. And so now real estate to me in my eyes is a distraction for the most part. Of course, I'm going to all eventually come back to real estate just because I want to invest in real estate, want to do syndications and stuff like that and uh, get that passive income uh, just because I understand real estate the best um, out of all the other opportunities and potentials for, you know, passive income. And so, uh, but now that I've gotten focused around what I want to do, which is eventually public speaking, now I'm slowly but surely starting to get into it without having to do any of the real estate stuff. <clears throat> yeah, it, it 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 takes me back to my um to my business coach, and so um <clears throat> excuse me, folks. I always I always believe in this um, circle of life piece, and I always believe that every person should be mentoring someone else, mm-hmm. and every person needs to be mentored by somebody. And so, um, <clears throat> and, and the thing is, is that what this does is that it makes you a much stronger person in life. And so my business coach, he is a phenomenal, his name is Dr. Robert Rome, and uh, he is a um, phenomenal public speaker. And <clears throat> he says, what makes me a good public speaker is, is this one thing. He says, tell a story and make a point. Or make a point and then tell a story about that. And he says, that's all good public speakers ever do. They tell stories and then make points. Or make a point and then tell a story to back it up. And it's all about <clears throat> those two items. And that has stuck with me for such a long time. And the thing is, is that um, something that um, I do personally 
is that I have a I have a journal and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I write down the headlines of the stories in my life. It's just the headlines because once I read the headline and then and then I, I normally make a little note about reference or what it is, but I normally write a headline of whatever it is, kind of like a newspaper headline or um, or a blog headline or anything like that. And then mm-hmm. I write just just a little bit of information about that story. And so then I can flip back through my story journal and be like, oh, this makes a great story to tell for this particular instance. And yeah. <clears throat> you get so much engagement from people talk when you talk about the stories of your life and especially the things that are personal. And here's the cool thing about a story journal is that I could take a story that you have about your life. That's really cool. And I could put that down and I could put down John Mendez reference and write a little Mm -hmm. bit about that story and come back in my memory and say, Oh yeah, I remember that story John told. And then I can use that because here's the thing it is, is that as long as you give people credit for their stories, you can use their, you, you, you can always use their stories. Cause I'd be like, John Mendez told this great story. It was on my podcast yeah. and I can then retell that story to someone else. And your words carry on through me to someone else. It's amazing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say too. Yeah. I was going to say that, um, I was in speaker school, right, uh, around September of this year. So, um, well, September of 2022, I was in speaker school, my very first speaker school ever. I was like, you know what, why not sign up? I already knew the guy who was um, running it. He was also a guest on my on my show. And he was, he was like, John, you know, um, I got this thing coming up in September. You know, I'd love for you to be there. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I was at that point uh, realizing that real estate wasn't really where I wanted to put all my focus in. And one of the things I learned there that I kind of already knew, but like kind of really grounded, um, was facts tell, stories sell. And you mentioned that a lot of your your listeners are you know business owners and entrepreneurs, and even if you're you know we're always in a in this art of selling, right? We're always selling, whether it's a first date, whether it's to a client, whether it's you know new partners, whether it, whatever we're doing, we're always in some form of selling, whether we realize it or not. And if you stick with that quote, that facts tell, stories sell. Uh, most people don't really want to hear the facts. They they do, but like if you don't tell the story somewhere either before or after it, it people can't really resonate with it. And especially when you're on, on a topic of public speaking or even being a podcast guest, most of the people that you're speaking to have no idea who you are. They have no idea what you do. They have no idea, you know, about anything about you. And you're assuming that once you speak, people just bow down at your knees and and at your feet and like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. It's like you have to find some way to connect and build rapport with those people in order for them to even want to start listening before so they can even become receptive of the information. And one thing I've been reading about recently or looking into, I'm still just starting to look into it, but there's something called the hero's journey. I forget who the author of the book is, so forgive me, but I've been looking into it recently and uh, it's pretty much all great stories, all, you know, parables and fables, whatever. Uh, all follow this, and you can look into Hollywood as well. All these great movies, these great stories, all follow the same, you know, line of, uh, t- you know, timeline essentially. It's pretty much, and so I'm looking into looking into that. And I see you grabbing a book before you you share that book. Uh, Expert Secrets too. I, I flashed the book at you before I started reading. 
Um, mm-hmm. That uh, as well talks about how to tell a good story, the epiphany bridge and things like that. Yeah, so the, this here's a pretty cool thing. It's called The Hero's Journey, Give Your Goals a Quest. And it is basically, it is actually a journal, which is really cool. And um, <clears throat> and I don't, I'm not sure who the, who the maker of this is, <clears throat> but you can Google it. Um, it's The Hero's Journal dot com but yeah but it is a pretty cool thing um i'm gonna give my 14 year old son one for christmas um because i've got several of them but it's really cool Mm. because because you go through and you write write what your goals are and then you basically create story around them um and it's just really just kind of really cool um own stuff so 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 the thing is is that um and this is for all ages. It doesn't matter how 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 old you are. Um, this is th- th- this is a great way to do stuff, and that's the reason why you know it's it's really interesting for me because story right now in my life is playing such a huge part of my businesses now <clears throat> because without story, there really isn't anything, and and it, and, it, and it's the same thing. That, that you said, you know, facts tell, story sells, right? Well, it's the same thing. Make a point, tell a story. Let's uh, tell a story, make a point, right? And it takes me to this, um, <clears throat> to watching uh, Dave Chappelle, and he was mm-hmm. doing he was doing one of his specials, and and he was just like, you know, I am so good at what at my craft and what I do. And he goes, well, so what I do is that I write down a punchline of a joke and then I just throw it into a fishbowl. You know, and he says, <clears throat> once it gets filled up, I just stick my hand around in there, pull out the punchline, and then I tell a story about that until I get to the punchline of the joke. And <clears throat> for me, him t- talking about this and telling because because if because if you listen to Dave Dave Chappelle about anything, all of his jokes all his jokes are just stories mm-hmm. that happen to be funny, you know? And, and the thing is, is that if you look at any of the great comedians, if you look at any of the great actors, if you look at anybody that has propelled themselves to, or even, even the great public speakers of the world, <clears throat> there's always story behind it. All the great books have story behind them. And so, yes, the hero's journey yeah, it is. It is a. It is a pretty cool thing uh, to go by, and in which 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 leads me into another great book. If you haven't read it, I don't know if you read it or not, John. But if you haven't, uh, Think and Grow Rich by yeah. Na- by Napoleon Hill. So I don't know if you've read that book or not. But um, but the thing is, is that the book is full of stories. He makes all these different points, but he always ends each chapter or begins a chapter with a story. And I just find it so interesting that all of our lives revolve around stories of our lives and the people um, that come in and out of our lives. Yeah, and while we're on the topic of stories, right, you mentioned earlier that, you know, where life is like a a book and -hmm. there's chapters to it and there's different chapters as we go on. But as you said earlier, but reflecting, it's like, well, let's take a look at our book of life so far, of our own personal lives. 
who's been writing the, the book so far? Has it been you? Have you been the author of your own book? And I'm not saying you as a new, but you as in general or you as in whoever's listening. Have you been the author of your own book? And if you haven't, who's been writing it? Has it been your boss? Is it your, you know, your parents? Is it, you know, your kids? Is it, you know, who else? You know, a friend that you want to or a, a teacher that you promise you're going to become successful? Who's been writing your book without you realizing it? And a lot of times we don't realize that we have people writing a book, um, the book that we're supposed to be writing, and they don't realize that we could take the pen back. We could, we could write out mm-hmm. our life. We could design our life the way we, we we want to we see fit, right? We can, as you said earlier on the pre-show call, right? We were born and blessed with everything we need within us. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, whether it's society, whether it's your upbringing, whether it's, you know, traumatic experience, for whatever reason, uh, we go on through life and slowly but surely, we, we don't lose access to it. But it's almost like we forget they're there. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a certain age. Hopefully you get to a certain age. A lot of people, you know, they're on the conveyor belt of life. You, you know, <coughs> go to school, work, retire, kick the bucket, right? But some people uh, try to break free. And when they tr- start trying, they start realizing like, hey, I had this within me this whole time. And now it's like, how do I get back to having access to everything I was born with? How do I untrain my mind and unwire all this subconscious negative beliefs and um, mm-hmm. all these different you know, neurological pathways and everything. And it's like, how do I rewire this so I can get back access to all the powers and gifts that I have, you know, blessed within, you know, within me and within within us? Um, I can answer part of that question. And uh, the answer to part (laughs) of that question is this, is that if you want to rewire your neural pathways and change your subconscious mind. Because what's interesting is our subconscious mind uh, rules more of what we do than our conscious mind. And people don't really I think it's like that. 95%. Yeah, it's crazy. And and so so the thing is, but if you if you want to start that path, <clears throat> start removing the negative negative obstacles in your way, which can include people. And the thing is, is that, you know, how about this, John? I bet you wouldn't guess that when I was your age, I was one of the most negative people out there. Doesn't look like it just just from this conversation (laughs) so far, but it it doesn't look like it. Yeah. And 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 it it was all because um, it's because I believe the lies that people told me. And the thing is, is that my belief system was different than it is now. I had to, I had to be intentional on changing my belief systems. I had to be consistent on the message I was giving myself. And because, um, and, 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 and I'm not trying to be a negative now, but we get told lies all the time through the media, our family, our friends, the people we work with. Everything that touches us <clears throat> that is negative is a bunch of lies. And the thing is, is that sometimes it's just a truth and truths can be negative. But you can take that truth and say, OK, well, that there's a place for opportunity now. But <clears throat> it's all about it's it's all about your belief systems and how you are believing. And if you start pulling negative people out of your life. If you start pulling 
really crazy negative obstacles out of your life. Like you were talking about real estate is something that you're just not really interested in anymore. Well, has that been a negative obstacle in your life? That's my question. No, if you ask me now, yeah. no, it hasn't because I've learned so much from it. Right, I don't, I don't view it as something negative. I enjoyed it because a lot of the things that I learned, and I've been fortunate to be a part of, and I'm still a, a licensed realtor. But like uh, with Keller Williams, a lot of the stuff that they preach, it's beyond real estate. It's oh, so yeah. much further beyond real estate. It's like business. It's mindset. It's so much more than just you know stick a sign in the yard. And helping you stick your sign in as many yards as possible. It's like, you know, how do you run a business? How do you operate? And so now taking that and trying to transfer that into, we're not trying, we're transferring that into what I got going on with the podcast. It's, uh, this, this is exactly what I'm doing. So, um, and as I, I don't think I mentioned this even on the pre show call, but I, I don't believe in regrets, right? We, on the topic of losses, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. similar because it, unless it's time wasted, right? That's the only time I feel like you should regret it. But in 99.99% of the situation, there's always something that you could learn and take away from it, right? So I, I really don't feel as if you could really waste, you know, regret anything or that you should regret anything. And so for me, getting into real estate, I wouldn't have been able to, to meet all the amazing people I've been able to meet through conferences, through, you know, um, through real estate, you know, networking events, all these amazing people that I've been able to meet and all these things I've been able to learn. It's just you know, fueled me. And now it's like, you have to dabble in a couple of things before you kind of figure out. And oh, yeah, now that after dabbling in it, after a little while, it just made it more clear that the call that I should have been answering was always the podcast. But as I said, because I thought in my mind, I had, you know, thought that I have to become a successful real estate agent in order for people to think I'm credible enough to share my opinion and share my voice. Uh, now that that limiting belief is out the window, it's like I could just keep on rolling forward. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. And um, age and experience um, does not dictate how successful you you can be in 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 who you are either. It's pretty interesting. It's um, I've you know um, I've got a real good friend of mine, and she's got a young son that's about seven years old, and. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing just being around this young man, this, this, this child. If you sit and listen to some of the wisdom that comes out of this kid's mouth, mm-hmm. I was just, I was, I was blown away because the thing is, is that in our society, we discredit people because of age, gender, race, all kinds of things. <clears throat> But if but if you can just get past all of that and just listen to them as a person, it's amazing how much wisdom people have just through things in their life. And it's all from different experiences, but also just who they are. It's it's mm-hmm. so amazing because the thing about it is is that the uh the guy's name is uh, Sam Schaefnocker. Just a fantastic mm-hmm. guy, and uh, I mean, I, I think he's seven. He's seven or eight. Yeah. I can't remember exactly, <clears throat> but 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 it doesn't matter. He got baptized this Sunday, and he was just, you know, he 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 came up and talked to me a little bit about God, and I was just like blown away at, at a seven eight year old talking to me about something that 
that I didn't think that they would have the wisdom or the knowledge of. But coming from someone that young, it really just blew me away. And when we start realizing that everything in our life we can't discount, we have to embrace, figure out what we can learn and what good can come out of it. You know, there's an old saying that says, you know, every dark cloud has a silver lining. Um, I always add a little bit to that. I always say every dark cloud has a silver lining, but sometimes you got to look really hard to find that silver lining because sometimes it's hid. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think in life you have to be intentional about what you're doing and be consistent, intentional and consistent. I think are some of the biggest things. If any, if you, if any person can develop those two things, um, you can be successful in whatever you do. Yeah, definitely. And on the topic of, you know, the seven-year-old with the wisdom, Sam, you said his name, right? Sam being so wise. I feel like, um, you know, and you mentioned being baptized. I feel like God blesses all of us with certain gifts, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like for me, in my case, I'm, I feel like I was similar to Sam because for me, I always felt that I was a couple years ahead. And mm-hmm. as I started maturing and got older, the the gap between where my head was at mentally and my peers seemed to kind of increase as well. And it just continued, it's continuing to increase. And, um, and as you mentioned earlier, it's like, uh, it's our duty, right? To help others, to share what we know, to share our knowledge. And for me, I feel like that's also one of the main things that, you know, led to me starting a podcast without me ever realizing it. It's just sharing that and gaining new perspectives. So I didn't tell you like my whole backstory, right? But I grew up in, you know, nine bedroom, um, or nine people in a two bedroom apartment in the projects. Um, my grandparents were the my main my main caretakers that raised me, and so my mother, uh, me and her never had the best relationship. My father, uh, he was pretty much absent to my life until about a year or two ago. We started like you know reconnecting and uh, amending our relationship, but um, you know it was that lack of a role model. And I remember in like school, people would ask, oh, who's your role model? And I was always asked, say my grandmother, just because. I wanted someone to say that I had a role model as, but I really didn't. And the beauty of that was I was always looking to everybody and taking in all these new perspectives. And I was always trying to, my my way of navigating the world was take whatever I can that I think is good from this person and leave out all the negative traits. So I would just become sort of like a melting pot of all these different people, all these different ideas and stuff like that while I'm navigating my own life through my own experiences and just using that to kind of help mold me and, you know, leave out the stuff I don't like, take in what I do like. Oh, he's, you know, very charismatic. I like that. Oh, um, he, he steals. Oh, let me stay away from that. Oh, he's, you know, <laughs> very honest. I like that trait. Right. And it's just kind of doing that growing up. And it kind of led to a point where um, I'm so open minded, more open minded than, than most people my age. As you probably see on social media, most people my age swear, you know, you know, they, they believe they know everything and, you know, they. They can be very stubborn and hard-headed at times, and and I'm not speaking down on my generation or people at my age, but uh, a lot of people at this age tend to have not yet found their voice or their their path, I guess you could say. Um, so it's to be expected a little bit. But for me, I feel like um, having that wisdom, it's it's all because uh, I was able to keep an open mind. It reminds me of the story of Socrates. He was walking around uh, the city and asking everyone like, "Who's the wisest man?" or something like that. And I'm butchering the story, so forgive me. But it's pretty much asking everyone who's the wisest man. And then he went, ended up finally coming to one guy. He was like, Socrates, you're the wisest man. 
And he asked, you know, he responded, how can I be wise? I know nothing. And it's like that idea of keeping that open mind, keeping being open, receptive to new ideas, new perspectives, and, you know, just being in search of these new ideas and new perspectives help you to kind of accumulate, uh, I guess, the, the truth, right? Or what you deem truth mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty interesting. I have a saying that, that, or I have a creed that I try to live by, is that every day when I wake up, I try to be the best version of myself that day. And, and, and I strive to be better by the time I go to sleep. And the thing is, is that if you can, if you can get your mindset to that every day is an improvement day, there is no finish line except death. That's it. Death is the only finish line there is. Um, and so it's, it's, it, it's just one of those things. And I love this mindset that you have, John. <clears throat> for a guy that's 21 years old, you are wise beyond your years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and the thing is, is that in, you know, and we were talking about earlier, what's going to happen 20 years from now? Who, who are you going to be 20 years from now? I mean, that's going to be pretty amazing. You won't be the person you are now because when I was your age and when I was 41, yeah, I was a totally different person than I am from 41 to 52, which is me now. I'm a totally different person than I was from that age to this age. And the thing is, is that I love it that you are starting early because the thing is, is that, and you're, you don't have this bravado like, Oh, I know everything you have this, you have this bravado of I'm going to be something better than what I am. And I'm going after that. I'm going after the future, John. Yeah, and definitely. And uh, I, there's a, a little quick stat, right? 1% better every day is 77.3 million percent better over the course of five years, right? And yeah. it's tied to a quote is we overestimate what we can accomplish in one year and tend to greatly underestimate what we can do in five, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The founder of Keller Williams, Gary Keller, he says we could be anywhere in five years, right? Where do you want to be? And then to tie it back into like mindset and our beliefs and stuff like that and our identity, it's, you know, if we want to be this person, this future John, whether that's John at 26 or whether that's John at 41, right, is mm-hmm. how would that John operate and try my very best to try and operate like that John in today's time? And that's how, you know, you could get further faster but it takes a lot of visualization, especially it's, it's, it's difficult because when you're going through dark times or uh, when you're trying a new endeavor that you probably don't have any experience in, it's like, how on earth could I imagine, you know, what did that look like? Well, then start thinking about it. How much time do you spend mm-hmm. not just reflecting, but like thinking about the future, right? Because our, our minds, you talked about the subconscious earlier, our reticular activating system, it's like a heat-seeking missile. And it will mm-hmm. search out information that proves our identity. So if you have that clear image, essentially, of who that John five years from now or who that, you know, person 20 years from now kind of looks like, it's hard to plan the past five years. But no matter what it is, that person in the future, that future you, if you had that, the clearer that photo is, <clears throat> and the more you try to act like that in today's time, the more your brain will look like uh, or search for evidence to support that you are that person. Like, don't fake it till you make it. Believe it so you can achieve it. A little corny, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, well, and and the truth of that is, is that so let so let's say that you have a vision of yourself f- 
five years from now, right? And you're like, this is, I'm going to start acting and living that way now. Well, what happens is six months from now, that vision of who you are in five years has already changed to something better. And now you got to start living that person's life. It's um, because, yeah, because, because, because what it does is that it just activates and speeds things up. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to, uh, somebody, so new, new year. So we're talking here in December, new year's is coming up. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a challenge, John, for yourself. Okay. And this Talk is, and me. this is, and this is pretty cool. Okay. I don't, I want you to get a piece of paper out and, um, and this is, and this is on new year's day. I want you to get a piece of paper out and I want you to write down all your goals that you want to achieve in one year, everything. They don't have to be crazy detailed, but you just write down all your goals. Okay. Um, and, and well, and, and, and be as detailed as you possibly can. Okay. Because, because the details matter right now. Okay. So if it's, if it's, I want to be a podcast and I want to have 10,000 downloads by, uh, every, every, I want to have 10,000 downloads every episode by, by January 1st, 2024, write that down. So, so w- w- whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter. And, and write down business goals, personal goals, goals for your family, goals for whatever, financial, whatever, and just write them all down, okay? And then I want you to put them into an envelope, and I want you to seal it, okay? Mm-hmm. And put it someplace and just write open. Uh, January 1st, 2024. Okay. <clears throat> and the thing is, is so, is so, so, so what you're doing is that ideas have to be birthed into life. Okay. True ideas, true goals have to be birthed. And there's several ways that you birth, and, and, and it's a process. One of the processes first is thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. The second process is writing it down. And the third process of birthing Goals or ideas in the world is that you have to speak it. You have to tell someone else what they are. So you do that. So when you write all this stuff down, so now you've thought it, you've written it, and then go tell someone that gives you positive feedback about stuff and say, these are the things I'm going to accomplish. And we're going to come back and we're going to look at this together a year from now. Okay. I mean, I have a letter coming uh coming my way in March. It's, it's going to be hilarious reading it because when I wrote it, I was so convinced that real estate was the only thing on the planet that I wanted to do. So when I open that letter up in March, it's going to be hilarious reading it because my whole trajectory has taken a, an <clears throat> entire turn. And, and and what's going to happen is that it may take another entire turn too. But here's the thing about it is, is that, but the overlying aspect of whatever some of the goals are will stay the same. So I'll, I'll give you a prime example. I did this exercise, oh God, 12 years ago. Um, and in that it said, I want to buy this UPS store located at this location from this person. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I didn't buy that store located at this location from that person. I bought another one. I still achieved the overall goal. I wanted to buy a UPS store, right? And so that next year, I wrote, I'm done buying UPS stores. I want to focus on what I have and make everything profitable. 
that year I bought three more UPS stores. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, so the thing is, is that when, when you birth these things, what happened is that, is that as, because, because, because I know this is going to happen to you is because you are in being intentional about what you want, what you, what you do and how you do it, because you have that intentionality about you, John. It is, it, it, it's going to be amazing because what's going to happen on that sheet of paper, you're either going to achieve those or you're going to scrap them and achieve something better. It is, it is going to be one of the most um, insightful exercises you're going to do, but you got to have the patience on waiting a year. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the thing is, is that uh, I, I normally have all my managers do this same thing. Uh, and everything, and so it's pretty cool to do this. Where yeah, you want to be, it, gets, it definitely it, it gets your brain, you know, uh, stimulated and gets you to visualize, right? And then stealing that, right? What you put into anything, as you, and you kind of already laid out the steps, right? But you have to get it out from the mind into the into the actual road. So writing that down, that's like a higher level of accountability. And then as it you mentioned a- it, sharing it with somebody. So like one goal that for me that I have next year is to be on a guest on at least 360 podcasts, right? Because mm-hmm. I know that that will lead to me growing my show eventually, mm-hmm. but I'm only going to reach out to people who I've ever had as a guest on my show, or as I mentioned in a pre-show call, or people who I had similar guests that I had, right? Because I yep. only want to, you know, communicate and grow with people that are somewhat in alignment with what I got going on, in alignment with what I got going on. A lot of times, especially in this industry, people will reach out, just because they just want to be get their own brand out and get their you know pitch their book or pitch their product or pitch whatever it may be, and it's like um, that's great and all, but for me it's it's more than just you know sales. It's more than just that. It's I feel like there's a message, but you know, uh, do not cast your pearls before swine is a, a great quote that I, I've heard by the guy of Jordan Peterson, right? And so if I'm reaching out to just anybody to speak my message. Right, not everyone is going to be receptive of it. Not everyone is going to hear it, and that's going to devalue my 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 voice, my message, my breath. Right, mm-hmm. and so by reaching out to people who I'm in somewhat of alignment with, and as we've been talking from the pre-show and even just now, it just made it more clear, like that you know, from first my, as soon as I seen that you hopped on a call, it's like funnel funnel hackers. It's like okay, we got something yeah. connected instantly. Oh, right, yeah. boom, right off the jump. I didn't even have to take two seconds looking at you. Half second, I seen funnel hackers. I was like, yeah, definitely. He's into Russell Brunson most likely. He's into all the different things yep. that you mentioned. Um, that you're a man of faith as well. So I was like, little things like that. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm in the right spot, right? My, yeah. my message is most likely not going to fall on deaf ears. And just spreading that message, spreading that um, that voice. And, uh, and as I grow, the message will obviously evolve. As I gain new perspectives, I have these insightful conversations with people. And, uh, and just looking forward, it's just, it's exciting where I'm headed because while I was learning all this stuff, I was distracted. I wouldn't say distracted, but I was confused whether I want to do the podcast or real estate or social media stuff or everything like that. But it's like now when I do all these goal setting exercises, there's only one thing on my mind, right? And Patrick Bet David talks about this anytime. If you stay in one industry for 20 years, there's like there's the probability of success is almost guaranteed, right? If yeah. you stay had laser focus in one, you know, one industry and just put in the work, you put in the hours. It's like there's literally almost no way that you could fail unless you're intentionally 
trying to fail. Yeah, that was true. And, the, and so the expansion code, I don't, know if, I don't know if I told you about this before, um, <clears throat> but the thing about expansion code is, is that is that I'm starting this this new business, this new coaching business, to where I only focus on people that own franchises in the retail space with brick and mortar locations. That's it. So small business owners that are franchises, brick and mortar locations, retail. And that's all I want <clears throat> that, to. That's all I want to focus on. And the reason why is because we grew from one UPS store in 2011 to 11 UPS stores November 1st of 2014. And in doing that, um, it, it was a huge, huge thing. And then I sold one of my locations in 15. And so I'm down to mm -hmm. 10 UPS stores. But the thing is, is that <clears throat> we grew so quickly. And the thing is, is that we had to develop processes and procedures and all these other things to get to where we are. And so, that's my new calling that that there's it's funny that, that, that we talked a little bit about passion and passion is uh, what, what was your um, definition of passion again? It's uh, so full credit to Oxford, Oxford's definition, but it's a barely controllable emotion is the Oxford definition of passion. OK, so <clears throat> we were talking, I was just like, yeah, well, you it, it it's great if your why and your purpose line up. But it's even better if your if your passion lines up with it too. The reason why is because that passion is what keeps your fuel tank full and running all the time. So yeah. So anyhow. Yeah. On that same on that same note, there's a Japanese concept that I've been looking into a lot recently called ikigai, right? And if you can't see, you know, if you're listening on audio, try to sit back and imagine this, right? It's four circles, and where those four circles intersect, it's the center. It's called your ikigai. It stands for your reason for being, right? <coughs> and so the first circle is what do you love to do, right? What would you do for the rest of your life if no one paid you, right? I could probably mm -hmm. have conversations and speak forever, right? That's an example right there. Or, you know, maybe play football or um, play basketball, pick up basketball, right? Things like that. What do you love to do? Make that, uh, write that out and make that a list, right? Then it's what does the world need, right? What problem? Whether it could be, you know, the climate control it could be you know helping kids you know or have you know uh that don't have food or shelter or it could be building houses for refugees right what does the world need and you know which of those problems do you feel called or compelled to to you know help solve then the third circle is what can you be rewarded for a lot of the times people get into charity work and it's great it's amazing but as you all know bills still have to be paid somewhat right so what can you be rewarded for and then the last circle is either what are you good at or I like to spin it a little bit or what do you have the potential to be good at? What do you have the aptitude to be good at? And so when you have all those four things, that's where you find your reason for being. Yeah, I, I love that. That is so cool, John. Well, listen, man, we are <clears throat> at the end of our podcast, man. We we I went a little <laughs> bit over today and that's okay, man. I love having great conversation. So real quick, <clears throat> tell my audience where they can connect with you a little more. Yeah, definitely. So um, I, literally yesterday, uh, I stayed up a little bit later uh, than I should, probably should have, but I made a, a, a free gift for you guys. As you said, most of your listeners are small business owners and entrepreneurs. So uh, I made a, a pretty much an exclusive interview that I did. Um, it's pretty much the four businesses you need to start before you start your dream business. So I'll send that link over to John. Uh, that way anyone can just watch it. It's free. 
and then um, walk to wealth at everything, you know, on Instagram, on the podcast. If you're listening now, you want to check it out. Uh, walk number two wealth on everything. All right. So what I'll do, John, is I'll put all of these links. Just email me that link and I'll put all of these links in the um <clears throat> in the notes of this podcast. And if you hop over to my YouTube channel, Expansion Code Radio, um, it will also be in the descriptions there, all of uh, John's links. Well, John, thank you so much for being on the show today, man. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure, John. And I, I knew from starting out, like you said, we both have great names. So it, we were aligned, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, and it just flowed naturally. So I appreciate you taking the time to let me have a, a conversation with you on your platform and giving me this opportunity. Thank you so much for coming on and being such a great guest. I love great guests. So thank you for that, too. Uh, but for my listeners, thank you so much for listening. If it wasn't for you guys, there'd be no need for me to do this. So thank you so much. I'm so uh, proud to have you as my listeners. So once again, folks, we will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this episode. Hopefully, what I shared with you will help you in your business journey as we share to help others expand their minds, businesses, and profits. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else that you know that it will help. We can only achieve our mission if we share it with others and always give first. I hope I can also help you even further by sharing my resources. It is a page that contains all the digital assets we use to expand our business and to help us free up time. The great thing about this page is completely free. Just go to resources.expansioncode.com to get your free access. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a fantastic day, my friends.